Welcome to the Financial Planners Southeast Asia podcast, a show dedicated to driving the positive evolution of financial advice, specifically within Southeast Asia. To join a global community of financial advisors sharing and learning with one another to drive the positive evolution of financial advice, head to xyadvisor.com. Welcome to another episode of the Financial Advisor Southeast Asian Podcast. Gwen here, and today we have a financial advisor from Malaysia, and she works closely with generations Y and Z, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and she manages their wealth, of course, as a financial advisor, and she effectively utilizes social media to attract and get her message out there. So please help me welcome Ewen Kia. Welcome to the show, Ewen. Hello, Guens, and hello, fellow audience. Right, so I'm very glad that you're here. Um, I mean, you were referred to me by by Kevin. So shout out to Kevin Neo for being such a great help in you know, referring me to all the really awesome financial advisors in Malaysia so that I can pick your brains and all that. So he referred me to you and he said that he was really um, keen to listen to our podcast because you have some gold nuggets to share (laughs) with regards to your financial advice journey. So I wanted to start with that. So if um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you are in the business for about a decade now. Is that right? Not a decade, but it's almost <laughs> six years. <laughs> oh, six years. So almost six years. Oh, yeah. cool. Right. So that's actually uh, quite an achievement to be in the financial advice business because um, if... I know this correctly. It takes a lot of, um, or, or there are a lot of processes in order to become a financial advisor in Malaysia, if I'm not mistaken. Like you yeah, have yeah. to have certain credentials, right? And so, can you tell us about your your origin story with regards to um, your journey? as becoming a financial advisor like how and why did you become a financial advisor okay uh thanks grants for the introductions of my profiles and um how i started in this uh, financial advisor since uh, actually i started my services since 2013 when i first graduated uh, from my university as an insurance advisor with great eastern mm-hmm. is one of the most established insurance company in malaysia and then mm. after that, in three years later, I I found out that um, I couldn't provide a full comprehensive financial planning to my client because I'm just a mm. traditional type insurance agent, which is I can only provide a single financial solutions to my clients. Then yeah. mm. I further studies, I pursue my further studies in a registered financial planner RFP with Malaysia Financial Planning Council. And then I got my, uh, I took the exam and then I applied the license because in Malaysia, we need to have a credentials uh, to apply the license so that we can carry out financial planning advisory service. So my journey is to uh, my journey to become a financial advisor is pretty straightforward. I just jumped yeah. from an insurance background to a financial advisor to uh, give a better 
service a more comprehensive financial planning to my uh, clientele. And then how I started is that, you know, that I was, uh, when I was small, I was living in uh, other states, not in KL, Kuala Lumpur. So, mm. yeah. So um, at that time, I discovered that I had not enough money. So I also don't have the knowledge to how to manage my own finance. So my first intention to start uh, this career is I want to learn how to manage my yeah. own finance and grow my money yeah. at the same time so that I can afford the things that I want. And also because I am not born in a rich family and the only way to accumulate money or wealth is only through saving, not investment. And then you can imagine that my father works in an MNC companies for more than 30 years and the only way uh, our family saving the money is through our uh, employee pension funds uh, uh, that is so-called yeah. we call it the retirement funds in the with the government. And yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so you see from here, we can truly tell we were losing out so many opportunities because of lack of financial literacy. And the cost of not learning about the financial planning is expensive. So this is the reason I want to uh, foster a healthy and positive learning about financial planning in our community, especially for the young people and the millennials. All right. So I'm really glad that you that you brought that up, Ewan, um, because there's actually a lot of us here in the Philippines with a similar uh, journey as well. So it, it's actually the same for me too. Um, the reason why I'm very interested in the financial advice industry is because I went through the same um, sort of journey as you did as well, that our parents didn't really have or didn't actually have the access to yeah. The, the education, the financial um, education that they needed and so that they relied on uh, heavily on the pension that was provided by the government or that they can get from the government, which isn't enough. Um, and, you know, it's really nice that there's a lot of people now, um, including you, that has that passion to teach other people what they know because it's very liberating, you know, when you realize that, oh, so I can do this with my money. And uh, if I do this, then I can have more of the things that I want in the future, right? So I'm glad that you're part of that, um, of the cause of, you know, forwarding financial education to and and have for other people to have access to it. So now fast forward a few years later, you now have like a, a very successful career, but in between those the 6 years that you've um that you've been in the industry, did you get into um any kind of struggle before you reached this certain period where um you're able to help a lot of people? Like was there a time that you thought um, this is like not a very easy career for me. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, struggles, I think every industry has its own struggles, including the financial planning industry. So um, we have to 
wear um different and many hats, like including those of like financial planner, uh investment investment advisor, the psychologist, marketers, speaker, mm. social media specialist. <laughs> Yeah. to market our services uh, so that other people can see what we are doing right now. And yeah. while most of us can wear some of these hats well, and there are always one or two roles that uh, will find uh, most struggles for me. Nah. So like for example, managing a trust issue is almost like a daily challenge in my career because we have to, uh, build, to, uh, to build enough trust to be mm. able to gather enough information from our potential clients. And because the more information we gather, um, uh, of course, have to be uh, prepared, present and implement sound financial advice that will mm. improve their financial situation in the near future. So, so, so in this between, we, I actually spend a lot of time and with my clients with my mm -hmm. prospect to understand them, listen to their stories. And it took like uh, maybe one month, two months to, to, to get to know them well before mm -hmm. I actually get into a, a financial planning topic. Because it's actually, uh, for me, financial planning is not just about the money. It is about a life. It's a process, but it's not a destination. So... So when you can do this well, build enough trust with your clients, and this the this kind of relationship is built for the long term. So we are from the strangers to become friends. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So in these times, uh, uh, well, the times uh building trust it's actually took a longer time for me. So sometimes you have to struggle in terms of financial, especially when you are, uh, first step into uh this business. Okay. Right. Yes. And then yeah, mm -hmm. and then another challenge is um you have to manage your clients' expectations. <laughs> Because yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah, because because some uh, many of them see us as a financial expert, financial advisors that can give them a a very good uh, investment returns, uh, things like that. So uh, yeah, in this we have to uh give some of the educations to them that um you know investment sometimes we are if. If you are asking for too high returns, of course it will comes with a higher risk. So there is yeah. no like high returns with low risk or even no risk guarantee returns, and and that is not impossible. <laughs> that is impossible to do in the financial markets. So so in this uh in this uh, uh managing our clients' expectations, uh we have to show our clients how our roles can add value to them. Value mm. is that uh, values cannot be measured somehow, but it helps in certain way. Like uh, through financial plannings, you can uh, taking away uh, your your worries about the futures, uh, things like that. Right. So, yes, definitely. So what you're really were struggling and is working um, to to build your your clients' relationship with you is to um, gain their trust and then to 
to manage their expectations, which is really true. So a lot of because I know that there's there are a bit of like misconceptions that are out there um, with regards to financial advice or to investments, right? So I'm glad that you mentioned that that it's very important and. Yes, to add value. So that's what we aim for in here, especially in in, in the podcast. Um, I want to um, pick out the 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 ways that advisors can add value by you know asking you and and other guests as well and how you add value to your to your clients. And I I believe that and just correct me if I'm wrong, but you use your social media. Yeah. In order to like add value to your clients, right? Like I'd I'd like to think because I've actually uh, checked out your your Instagram <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I've seen that you do have um some advice uh with and some quotes that you put in there with regards to um financial like investing and saving and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, actually I I just recently got into uh, updating my Instagram. So, uh, that's why you can see my Instagram. So latest updates is, I think it's last year or this year. So actually mm-hmm. I have managing a group of community of about mm-hmm. 50 to 60,000 members, excluding yeah. those uh, members, also including like insurance agents, unit trust agents, and also mm-hmm. others uh, uh, financial intermediaries. So uh, while managing these groups, I initially, I actually, I partnered with one of my friends. Uh, he is also a influencer, uh, or we so call it a YouTuber. Mm, also sharing yeah. about the financial planning. So uh, I partnered with him and then we can, I, hey friends, why not we come out a community group that we share everything information in the community group and then let's uh, mm. have a chat or have a topic uh, to keep circulating in the community group. And then uh, mm. we start to invite our friends and families and then friends of friends to join the group. So uh, initially, I always, uh, like every day, I post about one article or very short articles because people don't like read long articles. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, their attention span. Yeah. yeah, so you have to design your articles on a, in a point form that can, people can read it through in two minutes or even three minutes. Yeah, mm. that is enough. And then with some pictures and then, uh, of course, those are useful information that you want to share out to, uh, to the members. Uh, so this group I have managing since 2017 until now. So you can find a lot of information um, in the community group. And because of the group is growing too large, and then we will uh, pick one of the, uh, we will pick uh, them. I think it's more quality to be my clients. Sometimes I will mm. personal, uh, personal message uh, that person, uh, hey, uh, mm. uh, i glad that I, I'm glad that you find this information interesting. Uh, would you like to know more about da, 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 this method? Uh, so this is how I get uh, my clients online, especially most young people are, are spending their times on the social media, especially the Facebook, yeah. the Instagrams. So the Instagram, the good thing is about uh, is the 
you can post a lot of good pictures and the pictures speak thousand words as you said mm. yeah and then yeah. i start posting uh instagram and also posting my instagram stories that links to my uh facebook story and because of facebook story not people uh not all your facebook friends is able to 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 view your Facebook story. Mm. So for those who always view your Facebook stories, right? So those are my potential uh, clients. So I will keep track uh, who is going to see my story this week and then uh, who is uh, who is seeing me, seeing my stories every day. So I will personally text mm. them, hey, I think you uh, always uh, see my story every day. So Uh, how do you think that this uh, we can we can have a sessions okay to talk about your finance yeah all that right is, that's yeah, very yeah. interesting yeah yeah so so one of the ways so is you get your um, potential or ideal clients through first on the facebook community group that you have um, and you personally send them a message and yes. another way that you um, get potential clients is and I think that's very interesting is that you use um, Facebook stories and whoever is very like keen to watch your stories every day that's who you think like hey this can be a, a potential <laughs> client because he's very interested and that's really great so that's um, because you already know that they're um, they're more likely to agree and get on board your services, right? So yeah. and, uh, did you get that strategy or like, did you just think about that or like did you read up on it or did you join like a, a social media class? Uh, no, I didn't join any social media class. But I mm. do read a, a few Uh, reference or articles about how to design your mm -hmm. social media contents. So especially when you design your social media contents or, uh, to attract the people's attention is that uh, whenever it comes to uh, March or April, uh, so in Malaysia, there is uh, th uh, this, uh, this two months is always a tax season. So everyone is, uh, mm -hmm. needs to file tax for, uh, uh, this, uh, for the income tax. And then, mm. so in this season, you can post the related contents about how to file tax, or you can share the related topics. Maybe you can curate other people's posts, and then you design on your own. So and then all post right, that. yeah, yeah. So and so then make sure that the 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 yeah, that yeah. your posts are very topical. Yes. Yeah. And then, uh, and then sometimes uh, in the end of the year, so uh, you have to uh, make a new year resolution, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you see, a lot of people making resolution is like, oh, this year I want to uh, build my six packs. And then this year I want to keep fit. <laughs> and you know, uh, this year I want to save uh, more money. So you can, this, you can imagine that this kind of goals You know, can, cannot be measurable. <laughs> yeah, so what is yeah. the, actually the new year resolution is that, I, like for example, in this uh, beginning of the year in January before the Chinese New Year, I posted a mm -hmm. Facebook story. Uh, it says that um, uh, year 2020 
is better than year 2019. So how do I measure the my goals and also my uh, targets? Let's say targets. So it's actually mm. I'm setting a goal. I already set a goal in maybe in uh, 2017s. So I setting a goal. Okay, uh, every month I uh, from uh, in these three years I am going to uh, accumulate a pool of money. Let's say the fifty thousands for my first house down payment. So then I measure and I review and I monitor the progress along the three years. So is it mm-hmm. uh two o one nine is is it better than two o one eight? And then is it the two o two o twenty twenty is is it better than two o one nine? So is my goal become nearer or not? Is my uh goal tracking? Is my progress mm-hmm. is on the track or not? So this. We can call it uh, how we make a New Year resolution. It's not that every New Year resolution uh, is the same. Mm-hmm. And I want to make right. it better and then make it uh, measurable things to um, that you can see things. You can really doing it. You are really doing it. It's not that just piece of paper and then you just write the New Year resolution. Mm-hmm. That's not going to work. And right. that yes, I agree. Track, yeah, and that this post is actually uh, attracts a few friends of mine. That mm. hey, even how do you do do your new uh, New Year resolution and those like financial plan? Because because I do this because I follow my own financial plan. So mm. and from that, uh, people uh feel curious about this uh, financial plan. So uh yeah, this is. How I also attract uh, my social media's friends to text me, not I text them. All right. Well, that's that's really cool because you actually model your own, um, your own life. That is, um, your your own experiences and how you deal with your finances, how you follow through with your goals, and that's how you actually advertise yourself right so that's mm-hmm. how you advertise yourself like the financial planning actually works because in 2017 i made this target and now a few years later i'm, I'm here i'm in this stage in my life mm-hmm. and um, it's all because of good financial planning and that's how like it's it's like how do you call this it's like your own testimony that financial planning works um, in, in building and designing the design that you have for financial planning works and it will work for other people because it has worked for you. So that's really a good strategy to do. And I just wanted to, so most of your, your clients are from social media right or um do you have other sources of where you get your current clients um actually most of my clients are from referrals and Mm. those referrals come from friends and families and then some of the i think it's about 20 percent my client source is actually from a social media and actually i'm in strong and uh actually i am good at making a good referrals because mm-hmm. you see, every client, you treat them as your, you have to act the best interest uh, for them. So when you mm-hmm. build your own reputation, so your clients has no 
um, how to say, uh, would like introduce you to their friends, mm. to their circles of friends. Yeah, because of the like because of the service that you provide to them. Yes, because we have to be outstanding, outstand mm-hmm. ourselves as a financial planner, not a financial product salespeople. Because in the yeah. market, you can see that a lot of uh, salespeople tries to marketing their product. Uh, you know, uh, uh, this is a uh, promotions. Uh, uh, sign up this before this gets expired, and then you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you know that. If the things, if the clients buy these financial product products, it 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 doesn't help them in solving their financial problem. So, what's the point of buying it? It is just wasting the client's time and also the money. So why not we sit down and then we we set a goals and then we see the overall financial situation first and then see whether any other financial product can fit into. Uh, the clients need so in this kind of planning, it takes time and it takes a lot of time. Uh, in a fact finding process, right? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is how mm. I do, and I also explain to my every clients. Financial planning is like uh, you you driving a car while having a GPS. So you have to know where are yeah. you heading to, and then um. Uh, how long is the journey? What kind of drinks or food I need to prepare uh, during mm. the journey so that we wouldn't, you know, get hungry. And then, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is more... Or get lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or get lost. You see, when you get lost, you have to, you have to uh, uh, make a U-turn or make a turn mm. or any somewhere so that you can get yeah. back on your journey. So in, this, so in this way, so you actually... Uh, wasting a lot of your time and maybe your money. Yeah, your sources. Yes, your gas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think, yeah. uh, I think uh, at least everyone should have a simple financial plan. That's right, and I agree, and I love the analogy of of um, financial planning as like a GPS when you're um, bound for a journey because it's really true. Like, if you don't have a plan. There are a lot of things that can go wrong and will go wrong. And if you don't have a plan, then you're going to waste your time, your resources, and uh, you may end up or, you know, you may end up where you're going to go. Like you arrive at your destination, but it's going to take a longer time um, versus if you have a plan. So and you're... Uh, like any potential problem is accounted for um, because you can always pivot and change and adapt to any situation if you have a plan. So I really love that analogy. And now, um, and because you said that, you know, financial planning in your relationship with your clients is a lifetime it's it's like a lifetime commitment or a lifetime partnership. Is that the reason why you are your ideal client is like the next generation or like the uh, fresh graduates, uh, young people? Um, or is that like a specific strategy that you've um, built for for your business, or is that something that just happened organically because um, of your social media presence and um, the referrals that you've got? 
Okay, the social media's presence uh, helps me a lot of in like branding for personal branding. And then um, mm. the organic way to source your clients is always from your uh, friends. Uh, especially mm. uh, when I start into this business, the first uh, the first uh, clients I I deal is my university friends. So I talk about this mm. concept of financial planning to them, share with them, hey, you can do it better uh, with this way, this, 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 this way. So uh, why not you uh, uh, join me in this community or even uh, join me and then uh, to to build a good financial planning habits. So I think it's not about the products. I think is I think the most every like uh, fresh graduates, they don't have a emergency saving for at least uh, mm, yes. three months or six months. So uh, actually initially um uh, I was uh, I was organized a, a community and then we mm-hmm. and, and then I asked a few friends to join. Hey, uh, let's say uh, uh in this year in it uh, in this half uh in this uh, maybe six six months, uh, I want to build a. Uh, Ten thousand uh emergency savings in my savings account before I start mm-hmm. step into investing. Uh, would you like to join me? And I wow yeah because body is very important hero to mm. uh doing everything and so so you would like to get somebody on and then to you know do it together. You you wouldn't yeah. do it alone. So as mm. a financial advisors or financial planner, we are body to our clients. Sometimes. Our clients may feel lost, and they may feel like, "Uh, I want to, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, maybe I'll just change my goal. Uh, I think this is not, this is, uh, this is, uh, this is not uh, realistic goals for me. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. So, as a financial advisor, you have to analyze the whole situation, whether or not your client is able to do this and without this. And then, uh, what is the plan A? What is the plan B? So you can tell your clients, "Hey, hey, Mister Client." Uh, you actually can do this better in in this way. Why not you try this first? And try that. Hey, this actually works. All right. Yes, that's that's actually really um good to know. And I like the idea of you know uh, setting up a community for um a buddy system in order to save because you can actually um tr- transition those people to clients in the future as well right because um they get to see the value of planning for their future and that's really nice and you have a lot of great ideas for social media and that's really cool so and i'm glad that you you shared this with us even because i know that there are a lot of people um financial advisors out there that um, really want to do all these great things for their clients, but they don't know like what to do and how to get started. So what's your advice for those people as well? Like, for example, a community like that for like a buddy system. Yeah. Some people might be intimidated, like, mm, I don't want to start that because I might not get any response. So like, what, what's your advice for that? First, you have to find those people that is very close to you. <laughs> you won't find strangers <laughs> to do this to you, uh, to, uh, to do this with you together. So mm. first, you have to find close friends. Whether uh, uh, it can be uh, your your close associates, 
or close friends, or maybe your brother or sister should do it together. So when you, okay, you see the community always start from maybe one or two people and then it growing, growing and become uh, bigger so that uh, other people can see this group is actually building a healthy and positive uh, impact learning environment. It's actually, I started, um, uh, actually a few years ago, I read a book called Total Money Makeover. It's written by Dave Renzi. It's a very famous mm. financial advisor. Yeah, yeah, yes. On the internet, right? So I find yeah. this idea good is, is because it uh, he also built a community groups that are uh, posting uh, his clients' testimony on how to get up debts and then follow the seven steps uh, to to uh, to a financial freedom phase. So I think mm-hmm. it is a very good idea uh, for me to take a reference. So I build a community groups. Uh, sometimes I build a small groups. Maybe you don't want to mix a businessman with a fresh graduate in uh, in a community group because mm-hmm. their interests are different. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you can attract it. different kind of people in the same community and you realize that or, or at least they realize that they have things in common after all <laughs> i think that common common interest is about the money uh, how to invest money, yeah. <laughs> yeah how to invest how to grow your money how to prepare your uh your retirement funds in a safer way mm-hmm. Things like that. So th- this, these are the common topics that uh, they they want to more about. And yeah, and I actually, I think that's one of, like, it's a great way to promote uh, financial literacy as well to um, get a whole community on board in, you know, saving because that's what... Um, people usually want to do right save for the things that they want and then you can slowly ingest in the community things like emergency funds or or maybe like what what you mentioned um if if you built a community centered around um, building an emergency fund then they'll start to you can start injecting things like um saving long term uh, for the retirement and then investing or sometimes what even goes first because um i have a i had this podcast guest um and we were talking about some people want to invest first um mm-hmm. before they even have an emergency fund which like for financial advisors that's like like a, no let's not do that right that's not a good plan and you can in in that community you can actually inform people as well that it's the first step that you have to do is really secure the money that you currently have or at least secure any holes in your finances before you start investing so I'm, I'm really, I'm very interested in in building a community because not only will you get um, prospective clients from there, you also get to get your message out there, um, promote financial literacy. And that's why I'm actually very curious, um, even with 50 to 60 and going to 80,000 members in your community group, like, how do you moderate these um, these many people? And are all of these people <laughs> Malaysians or are they from, from other countries as well? 
No, uh, it's only for Malaysians, uh, especially oh. for Chinese community. Because in Malaysia, mm. uh, I think that uh, Chinese Chinese community has uh, how to say um less exposure to um financial literacy because uh, back mm. then uh we are we used to teach to work safe. Work, save money. Work, save money. Oh, yes. So yes. this is the traditional way. This is how we do it. So it's actually, um, uh, I think uh, we, we can see a good impact or a good influence on this uh, Chinese community. So that's why we, the contents we built is uh, Chinese, uh, uh, written in Chinese. Oh, because a lot of information can be found in English more than Chinese. Actually, mm, yeah. So basically, you did it in your like in your um own dialect in your own language, so that it's more accessible to more people. Ah, yes, I agree. I agree because um here even here in the Philippines, like um one of the reasons. So I actually started a YouTube channel as well, oh, and initially I had it. Yes, yeah, so I had it in my own dialect too because I noticed that there are a lot of like you know videos and youtubers that you that do financial advice but they're mostly in English and there are some people who um, might understand and digest things better if it's on their own um, language or in their own dialect and that's why, I've, because I don't see, like, I didn't see anyone from my, from the island. So the Philippines is like a, a large archipelago. We have a lot of islands. And in my island in particular, I didn't see any um, creators who did these um, financial advice videos in our own language here in our own island. So that's why I started it. And... It's a really great idea because a lot of people say that, hey, I'm really glad that you're creating this kind of content in in Bisaya, which is our own dialect, because I can show this to my father or I can show this to my grandpa, right? And um, there's a lot more people that you can reach. Um, and you actually have to start in your own um, community, right, before you... Yeah reach out to to other other people um outside and or even you know outside of malaysia and singapore and other parts of asia but and that's very that's i think that's one of the a really good strategy to do as well is to start with your the community because you also know like the 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 mentality of of your community right the how they manage their money how they uh approach finance so that's really good and so like it, are you the only one moderating that particular group or um are there like two not. of you <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Um, I sometimes I moderate the groups uh, together with my uh, few friends. Uh, some of them mm. are actually intern, which is uh, hired by my friends, the uh, YouTubers, and uh, oh. they will they will how to say they will filter the posts 
that is posted by other people, and then uh, yeah, they will yeah. check on check on the comments that if the comment is not appropriate, and then we may want to yeah. feedback to them and then delete the comments. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Like for example, uh, it, it, you know that in Malaysia, uh, forex trading is illegal activity. So oh. you can see that a lot of comments say, "Oh, hey, uh, this is earning money. Uh, we can produce like ten uh, percent per annum, ten uh, percent per month, and then twenty percent mm. per month, things like that." So hey, contact me. So th- in this kind of comments uh, or posts, we will uh, delete them and then remove mm. them. From the community group, so we can keep the healthy and the positive learning environment for for the members. Yeah, totally, I agree, and that's very interesting to learn that. Um, and you you know that it's it you have to delete that, and it I think it's part of the guidelines for groups to um, remove any soliciting. Right, um, but yeah. there are still people who who do it. So I'm glad to know that you're not the only one because <laughs> 60 going on, like even with I think less than 10,000 uh, members, it's very hard to to moderate. So I'm glad that you have help. Now I I'm really uh, as you can see or as you can hear by my questions, I was really interested in 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 your group because I think it's something that. Um, a lot of uh, financial advisors can really um, dive into to create groups in their own communities and start um, spreading financial literacy through there. And they can actually use that as a means of acquiring clients or if not, you know, referrals as well, right, from community members can refer you to um, their friends if if they heard that someone is interested in you know financial advice they can refer them to you because they already know you and they already trust you and then they've already seen that you really know what you're doing so yeah so that's why that's very interesting and i can't wait maybe you'd want to plug in um your group for those uh, Malaysians that are listening to us. Um, what's the name of your group and how can they join? Okay, the community, the name of the community group is called Li Cai Jiao Liu Zhan. So when you just mm-hmm. click in and join, and then you have to answer a few questions, and then uh, we will yeah. approve you in. All right, great. So, and also, I'm I haven't even noticed the time until now, so we're almost <laughs> at the end of our podcast. It was such an interesting on conversation that I have with you. So before we end, I just want to um, to let everyone know how can people reach you even if they want to get to know you more, if they want to ask for your advice or any of your services. Okay, um, you can reach me out in, uh, through my Facebook and or through my Instagrams or through my email. My name's uh, kiaevan at vka.com.my. So if you would like to send me email, um, also can. All right, wonderful. So I'll be sure to put all of those information in in the description of this podcast. So thank you so much, Ewan, for such a wonderful conversation. And I hope our listeners were able to uh, get a lot of gold nuggets and ideas from you because you have such great um 
strategies on how to acquire clients and how to earn their trust, manage their expectations, and add value to everyone who is part of your community. So thank you so much and more power to you. Yeah, thank you, Grant, for uh, giving the chance for the uh, sharing session from this. All right, wonderful. You have a good one. 